Welcome to Main Menu for the week of January 10 to January 16, 2014. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are pleased to have you with us here today on Main Menu. Glad to see our returning listeners with us and new listeners. We are pleased to have you with us and hope you will come back and visit us often here on Main Menu. Well, we have quite a jam-packed show again today here on Main Menu. We started out with Main Menu staff person... Shane Davidson, and Shane is going to be interviewing a representative from Odin Mobile, O-D-I-N Mobile, and they're going to be talking about the Nexus 4 and a special offer they are making on the Nexus 4 Android phone and their support for blind users of the Nexus 4. And then we have David Whitbridge comes to us with a review and demonstration of all of the different functions and things you can do using a Bluetooth keyboard with your iOS device. And this is the latest information based on iOS 7, so I'm sure you'll want to pay particular attention to that, particularly if you do have a Bluetooth keyboard or are thinking about perhaps getting a Bluetooth keyboard for your iOS device. Well, just a real quick technology uh, item here, Code Factory has announced the release of version 5.95 of MobileSpeak for Symbian phones. The new release is a free upgrade to anyone who has MobileSpeak 4.0 or later installed on their phone. And if you are not currently a MobileSpeak user, you can download an evaluation copy or purchase this latest version from the Nokia store. So you may want to take a look at that. It supports all of the current Symbian versions. Uh, and so you want to take a look at that. And uh, if it's something that's of interest to you or you are currently a MobileSpeak user, you may want to grab that and put it on your phone. It sounds like it has quite a few interesting new features. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into this week's show. You have a great week. Hope you're staying warm wherever you are. And we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu. All of us here on the Main Menu staff work hard every day to make sure we're covering all of the technology that you may request. We are always looking at the latest technology news and product releases and attempt to bring you the latest and the best coverage of all new accessible products. If you think we've missed something or you have a certain product that you want to make sure we review, or if there's something we have not yet covered that you're curious about, please let us know and we will do our best to cover whatever it is that you suggest. To contact us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or find our email address or Twitter info on our website as well to get in contact with us. Our website is at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Please contact us with any ideas that you have for the program so that we can continue to be the best radio show covering assistive technology on the internet. And thank you for listening to Main Menu on ACB Radio Mainstream, where your listening is our business. Main Menu.
for Easy Radio's main menu. My name is Shane Davidson. On today's segment, we're going to be discussing Odin Mobile and the Nexus 4 and the special services this mobile company provides. With me today, joining me via the modern methods of technology all the way from Minnesota, is the head trainer of the Nexus department for Nexus 4, Jerry Jika, who also works for Automobile. Good afternoon, Jerry. Thank you for joining us on Main Menu. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me here. Let's, uh, first of all, for those who don't know who you are, how about you tell the listeners about who you are and uh, what you do? Well, my name is Jared Jika. Uh, some people kind of know me as Jam and Jerry. I, like you said, am the Odin Mobile Android Accessibility Specialist. That's basically what they call me. Or expert is what they call me as well. I've been using Android for, what would you call it, about two and a half years or so? Yeah, something like that. May of 2011. I've actually been doing podcasts for this whole time. I started out doing from a newbie's point of view, but I've actually changed it to... Uh, just Android uh, Android from an accessible point of view, and yes, I do have a podcast page. If anyone wants the URL, uh, they could probably, what, get a hold of you or something. But I have podcasts where I demonstrate different types of things, such as apps, the Android uh, platform itself, different things like that in the different podcasts. Why Odin Mobile, or why not one of the major carriers like Verizon T-Mobile? Actually, Odin Mobile approached me back in, I do believe it was either June or July. They had been monitoring the Eyes Free list, which is a list I'm on. They were seeing that I was sending helpful emails to help people out. And uh, my boss also saw when I sent out an email about my podcast page, he actually went and listened to several of the podcasts, liked what he heard, and actually emailed me saying, hey, we're starting this Android department, would you like to uh, work for us? Which, my jaw hit the floor. So what do you specifically do for Odin Mobile? I provide training, uh, actually one-on-one training, with customers who purchase a Nexus 4. Uh, generally about an hour to two hours, but if a customer needs more training, such as if they've never had a smartphone in their life, we do extend it just a little bit. Also, when you when they purchase a Nexus 4, they get one month of where they can call in, be transferred to me, and ask accessibility questions, whether it be they forgot a gesture uh, or they don't like a default app that's installed on the phone. Is there something they could get that would be more accessible or easier to use? I provide that type of information as well. Why the Nexus 4? There are so many Android based devices out there. Why specifically the Nexus 4? What does the Nexus 4 give us over, say, an older device or something other than the Nexus line? Very good question, actually. One of the reasons why they went with the Nexus 4 is because the Nexus line of phones is what they call vanilla Android, or some also call it stock Android. What this means is that there is no modifications made by the manufacturer or the carrier. The carrier might put a couple programs on, such as if you, you know, get a phone from Verizon, you might have My Verizon installed or Verizon voicemail or something like that. But as a general rule, there is no skin modification, such as is what's done on, let's say, the Samsung Galaxy S3, where 
Samsung has installed uh, TouchWiz, this has no skin like that. And some of those skins can cause accessibility issues to where you might have to install separate apps just to make things work, you know, the way you want. What gives Odin Mobile the edge over another company that may be selling the Nexus 4? I think what gives them the edge, and it's not the Nexus 4 per se that gives them the edge. What gives them the edge is, let's say you have never owned a smartphone at all. Or, I mean, even if you've had an iPhone. Because we do actually have a couple customers who they've had an iPhone for a little while, but they want to try switching to an Android now. Um, We give you one-on-one training. I actually call you personally to do the training one-on-one. There is no scripted training. I tailor the training to your needs. So when you call and ask to be transferred to me to set up the training, I ask several questions in an attempt to tailor the training to your specific needs. Not only that, but for one month afterwards, you can get support, meaning uh, accessible specific uh, questions regarding talkback, uh, different apps that you could install that might be better than what a default app might be, such as the launcher, for example. This is all provided by Odin Mobile for no extra charge. You know, a lot of your providers don't have anything like that for visually impaired people. A lot of the individuals who are looking at this are looking at the price point and going, why so high? Um, I mean, is the price point initially was 400 now it's 300 Is that for a locked or an unlocked device? Meaning if a customer is with Odin Mobile and they decide, I no longer want to be with Odin, can, can they take this phone to any other provider? Or is it locked I do the believe carrier? they can. I do believe they can. It does run on the SIM card. So in all theory, you could just put a different phone in it. Or I'm sorry, a different SIM card in it. The Nexus 4 was not a locked phone, to my knowledge. Now, it is a GSM phone only. There is no LTE. There is no CDMA capability. So it would have to be a GSM carrier such as AT&T. Odin Mobile does use T-Mobile's towers. So if you've got T-Mobile coverage, you should be covered by Odin Mobile? You should be, yes. What are Odin Mobile's plans like compared to the competition? I think in some respects, okay, for example, if you look at Boost Mobile, yes, Boost Mobile is like 55 bucks, and they slowly drop the price over an 18-month period. Also, Cricket might be a little bit cheaper. But one of the things that really makes Odin Mobile stand out, I'm not saying this to kiss my company's rear end, Boost Mobile, if you get an Android, you have to put you have to be put on what they call an unlimited plan. $55 regardless. That's it. End of story. I do believe Cricket is the same way. One of the nice things about Odin Mobile is you pick the minutes and data that you need. For example, if you don't use very much data, in other words, you don't really go anywhere maybe a couple places, but, oh, you know, for the most part, you don't go anywhere. You could get a 500 meg data plan or a one gig, or if you wanted one gig. Uh, you Not only that, you can get a smaller text or text slash phone plan, such as, let's say, let's say you don't want a whole lot of minutes. You could get a 750 minute plan. You could theoretically have your service 
set the way you want for maybe around 20 to 25 bucks. Now, if you do want Odin Mobile's version of Unlimited plus the 2 gig of data, it's, I do believe, 35 for the data plan and then 45 for the voice slash text. Where can people go for more information on Odin Mobile and its services? Okay, they can go to http colon slash slash odinmobile.com. That's going to be http colon slash slash o-d-i-n-m-o-b-i-l-e dot c-o-m. For those coming from an iPhone and considering an Android, why would someone want Android over iPhone? What's its selling point? Well, one of the things I think is the best thing is its open openness. What I mean by this is, let's say you don't like the default launcher, which I don't. One of the things you can do is install a different launcher and use it by default. So I use one called Apex. What if you don't like the default voice that's on the phone? No problem. Simply go out and get a different TTS, get some voices for it, and you're good to go. I like the fact that it's very open like that. I mean, there's there's lots of choices. I'd like to thank you for your time this afternoon, taking the time out of your work schedule to talk to us here on ACB Radio's main menu. and. Uh... I'm hoping in the future we can hear you more on uh, on main menu discussing Android and its usability in the blind community. Any final thoughts or comments before we uh, end the interview today? Well, I would just say I'd like to thank you for taking the time to actually do this interview. This is one of Odin Mobile's main goals, to let everyone know that while, yes, Android had its problems in the past and was... Sometimes rather tricky. Some people have even said only a geek would like Android. Now, due to Jellybean and KitKat, Android is a very viable option if people don't want an iPhone. You know, if you were to go buy an iPhone, you'll pay quite a bit unless you do a contract. Here's a way where you can get a phone for a relatively reasonable price. And not have to be locked into a contract. But this is our goal to show people that Android is a viable option or a different, you know, an alternative to something, let's say, like an iPhone or a BlackBerry. Once again, I thank you very much for your time. And uh, if anyone else has any further questions or comments regarding Odin Mobile or its plans, features, or offerings, www.odinmobile.com is the website. And if you have any questions for me, I can be reached at Shane, S-H-A-N-E, at ShaneD.net. For ACB Radio's main menu, I'm Shane Davidson. If you're interested in providing feedback about main menu, chatting with all of the members of the main menu staff, and be able to communicate with a large number of main menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the main menu friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at Main Menu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu. Welcome to this demonstration of an overview 
of the VoiceOver Bluetooth keyboard commands for iOS. And of course, iOS devices including the iPhone, iPod Touch or iPad. In this demonstration, I'll actually be using my iPhone, of course running VoiceOver, with my Apple Bluetooth keyboard. So before I get started, let me just say that I've got my iPhone turned on, VoiceOver is running, I've paired my Bluetooth keyboard in settings Bluetooth, and I'm currently sitting at the home screen of my iPhone that contains all the icons or applications or apps if you like, that allow you to get the full functionality out of your iOS device, in my case my iPhone. So the first thing I'd like to introduce people to is a quick orientation of the actual Bluetooth keyboard itself. And as I said, it's an Apple Bluetooth keyboard. And the major keys that you'll need to access are the four keys to the left of your spacebar. And going from left to right, so going from the far left in towards the spacebar, you have function control, option, command, and then the spacebar. Over on the right hand side you have the inverted capital T for your cursor keys. So of course the middle two keys, top and bottom, are up arrow, down arrow, and then of course the two keys on the left and right hand side of the down arrow key the left one is your left arrow, the right one is your right arrow. If we come to the top of the keyboard, the far left key is your escape key, and then of course you have F1, function key 1, up to F12, and the top right hand key on the keyboard is the eject key. Now I normally leave my Bluetooth keyboard turned on, the actual off button is on the back of the keyboard in the cylindrical part which runs the full length of the back of the keyboard and it's on the right hand side and it's a push in button. So you push it in and turn it on or off. And then over on the left hand side of that cylindrical part on the back you have a little door that you can unscrew if your fingernail is hard enough or a 10 cent coin or something to unscrew the door and pop out the two AA batteries. And then of course the standard layout for the Apple Bluetooth keyboard itself and you have a dot on the F and the J. Now I should mention at the time of this recording which is on the 2nd of January 2014 iOS 7 in this particular build version the control key doesn't shut up or stop the voice talking so I will be using the normal voiceover gesture, which is a two-finger touch on the screen itself to stop the voice talking when appropriate. Okay, so the first command I'd like to introduce people to is the voiceover keyboard help. Most of the voiceover commands start with two keys, which are the control and option keys, and then another single or more than one key combination. So to get into the voiceover keyboard help, it's the control and option keys held down together and from this point on I'm going to refer to them as the VO keys. So that's the control and option keys held down together 
and that's the middle two keys in the group of four to the left of your spacebar. So I'm going to do that now via or control option K. Starting help. Two stop help. Perform a four finger double tap or two finger scrub or press escape on the keyboard. Okay, so it's saying doing a four finger double tap if you want to use the voiceover gesture or the other voiceover gesture, the two finger scrub backwards and forwards or on a Bluetooth keyboard such that I am using it's pressing the escape key to come out of keyboard help. Now while I'm in keyboard help I just want to run through a quick number of initial voiceover keyboard commands to at least get you up and running and you can hear what the definitions are. So the first command is the VO left arrow which moves you back to the previous item. So if I press that now Control, Option, Left Arrow, Move to Previous Item. Okay, move to the previous item. And then Control, Option, Right Arrow. Control, Option, Right Arrow, Move to Next Item. Is moved to the next item. So when I'm on the home screen, I can move item by item, either left or right. And then when I want to activate an item, I can do Control, Control, Option, space, activates the selected item. Okay, I can do control, option, and space to activate the selected item. So let's try it in real time. It's going to press the escape key on my keyboard. Escape, escapes the current context, stopping help. Okay, so let's see where I am. I'm just going to move the voiceover cursor with the keyboard. So I'm going to do VO right arrow. Calendar, Friday, the 3rd of January. Double tap to open. Okay, so that's the calendar application and it's the 3rd of January, which I'm losing track of time because I just said I did this demo on the 2nd of January, but never mind. So to move left an item, it's VO left arrow. Messages. Double tap to open. Okay, and I'm back on messages. And of course, if I kept pressing VO right arrow, I would go across each row and down to the next one, right down to the bottom icon on the bottom of the screen which is the music application or the music app and if I was at the bottom and I press VO left arrow I could come right back up row by row to get back to the messages app on the top left hand side of the screen and of course if I want to activate an item let me do VO right arrow till we get to weather calendar photos camera weather Double tap to open. Okay, I'm now on weather. Now to activate weather, I'm going to actually press VO spacebar. Weather. Central coast. Showers. 20 degrees. Friday. High 28. Low 21. Double tap to show detailed information. Okay, so I've gone into the weather application. Now to come out of the weather app or any other application, I don't have to press the home button on the iPhone in this case. I can just press VOH for home. Home. Weather. Double tap to open. Okay, and I'm back to the initial icon that I just launched, of course, which was weather. Now I'm just going to do VO left arrow to move back to messages. Camera. Photos. Calendar. Messages. Double tap to open. Now when you're on your home screen or in an application, 
you can get voiceover to move by character, by word, by heading, by lots of other different elements if you so wish. And in order to do that, you need to turn on what's called the voiceover rotor. Now, before you can use the voiceover rotor on the keyboard, you need to activate what is called Quick Nav. So I'm going to turn Quick Nav on now, and that's basically me holding down the left and right arrow keys together. And I'll do that now. Quick Nav on. And of course, if I did left and right arrow again, Quick Nav off. I've turned it off. So I'll turn it back on again. Quick Nav on. So to actually use the rotor, remember it's like a dial that you can go left or right or clockwise or counterclockwise. To do that with quick nav turned on and the rotor, it's up and right together. Characters. Okay, there's characters. If I do up and right again. Words. There's words. If I do up and left, you go back or anti-clockwise if you like. Characters. There's characters. So I'm currently sitting on the Messages application and I've currently got QuickNav stroke the rotor sitting on characters. So now if I press my down arrow key. Capital M. Mike. E. S. S. A. G. E. S. Sierra. Okay, I'm actually reading the next, in this case, character with the rotor by using the down arrow key. And because I paused on M and S, you had it say the phonetic alphabet for both M for Mike and S for Sierra. So if I want to go back a character or the previous character, up arrow. S E G A S S E capital M Mike. Now you might have heard it say S twice. That's because when you're navigating with voiceover on the keyboard or with your gestures. When you move to the right or next item, the cursor is always to the right of the last item spoken. When you're moving to the left, it's always to the left of the last item spoken. So when I was going through the word messages, we heard the S and then the cursor was to the right of the S. When I press the up arrow to go back a character or the previous character, it then went over the top of the S, so I read it again and then the cursor was actually between the E and the S. The left and right arrow keys actually act as the control option left or right arrow key, so you don't have to hold those keys down to move to the next item or previous item. So if I just press my right arrow now... Calendar. Friday, the 3rd of January. Double tap to open. Photos. Double tap to open. Okay, so I'm moving to the next item every time I press the right arrow versus pressing control option right arrow and of course left arrow calendar friday the third of january double tap to open messages double tap to open and of course to activate an item also using quick nav i can press the up and down arrow keys together so let me just press the right arrow to get over to weather calendar photos camera weather double tap to open and then up and down together Weather. Central Coast. Cloudy. 20 degrees. Friday. High 28. Low 21. Double tap to show detailed information. And of course, as I said previously, VOH or Control Option H to come out of that application or that app. Home. Weather. Double tap to open. In VoiceOver, you also have the ability to be able to scroll up and down or left and right. 
So with QuickNav turned on, I can scroll to the next screen by doing Option key plus right arrow. Page two of three. Extras folder. Three apps. Double tap to open. Okay, and of course to scroll back to the previous home screen of apps or icons, it's option left arrow. Messages. Double tap to open. Okay, now I'm just going to show you another little trick. I'm just going to go option right to go back to the next page of icons. On the home page screen. two of three. Extras folder. Three apps. Double tap to open. Now when you're in an app or when you're on one of the other home screens other than your initial home screen, you can just press VOH to also go back to your main home screen. I'll do that now. Home. Messages. Double tap to open. Another nice item with QuickNav is that you can jump to the top and the bottom icons on the screen. So if I press Control up arrow. Messages top left icon on the screen and if I want to jump to the bottom right hand icon on the screen it's control down arrow. Music. Double tap to open. So I'm going to do control up again. Messages. Now I want to show you how to use the back command which you probably guess is going to be the escape key anyway. So I'm going to go into settings and then the Wi-Fi option just to show you how going back a screen works with the keyboard. And to find settings now I can press right arrow or control option right arrow to get down to settings, but if I use another voiceover command which is find, which is VOF for find. Enter search text. It says enter search text, and I just type in the word settings and hit enter. Settings. Double tap to open. Okay, and because I'm using quick nerve, I'm just going to press up and down together. Settings. I'm going to use my right arrow key to get down to Wi Fi. Airplane mode. Off Wi-Fi Evil button. Okay, that's our evaluation network at Vision Australia. I'm just going to select that by pressing up and down together. Wi-Fi settings back button. Now I'm already on the back button at the moment, so if I did up and down to select that, that would actually activate and we go would go back to the previous screen. If I could just come off it with the right arrow. Wi-Fi heading Wi-Fi on selected Evil secure signal strength 44%. Okay. Double so tap to join the network. Network strength there. Okay, so now I'm just going to press the escape key. Settings. Heading. Okay, and I'm back to the previous screen, which is actually quite handy. Now, while I'm in the settings screen, remember we actually scrolled left and right with option left and right arrow on the home screens. Being on the initial home screen, I all the other screens, all the other home screens, I can't scroll up and down, but I can scroll up and down on this screen. So if it was option left and right to scroll left and right. If I do option down, rows 9 to 20 of 58, I'm scrolling the screen down. Rows 19 to 30 of 58, and go back, option up arrow, rows 9 to 20 of 58, rows 1 to 10 of 58. Okay, so I'm back at the top of the screen, scrolled up back to the top. And of course, to come out of settings, it's VOH or Control Option H. Settings. Double tap to open. Now, if for some reason you actually want to mute your speech, you can do that by doing Control Option or VOS. So I'll do that now. VOS. Speech off. Okay, so my speech is off. So if I press right arrow, okay, you can still hear the keyboard clicking, but I don't have any speech. So if you're using a Braille display, for example, you could have your speech muted 
so you don't get the speed sound when you're navigating with the braille display. So of course to turn it back on again, it's control option or VOS. Speech on. Okay, you've got speech back on again. If I press right arrow. Page one of three. Left Adjustable. Arrow. Settings. Double tap to open. Yeah, back to normal. If you want to blank your screen for privacy, so that somebody with vision can't see what you're doing on the screen, the command for that is actually Shift VOS. So if I do that now, Shift VOS. Screen curtain on. I've turned the screen curtain on, so now the screen's blank. And I want to turn it back off again. It's Shift VOS again. Screen curtain off. Okay, so that's quite a handy command. Now, if you are using an iPhone and you want to answer an incoming call, you can do that by doing VO dash, so that both answers and hangs up an existing call. If you're not on a call, then VO dash will actually start and stop music playing, start and stop video, etc. So if I did that now on my keyboard, VO dash. Okay, that's my Ocean Waves album playing in the background now. And if I do VO dash again, it stops the audio playing. Now if you'd like to just bring up a list of apps or items in an application, you can do that by doing a very similar or the same command that you can do on the Mac, so OS 10 which is VOI for your item chooser. So if I do that now. Search field, item chooser, 22 items. Okay, I do right arrow. Table index, adjustable, app store, center of screen. Okay, it's gonna put everything in alphabetical order. Because I've got hints running on voiceover, it actually also tells me where those icons or items are on the screen. So I press right arrow again. Calendar, Friday, the 3rd of January top of screen. Okay, so the colors at the top of the screen, the app store was in the middle of the screen, etc. Now, when I select one of these, it actually won't activate it. It will just move to that item on the screen, whether it's in an app or whether it's in one of my home screens. So, for example, let me just press right arrow to get down to messages. Camera, calendar, clock, compass, game center, iTunes store, mail, maps, messages top of screen. Okay, it said messages and of course it's top of screen. If I press up and down to select it with QuickNav. Messages. Double tap to open. Okay, I'm on messages. A nice little useful command that VoiceOver's also got is when you want to copy some information that VoiceOver has just spoken to you, such as an address, a phone number, credit card details, such as a credit card number, a hyperlink, etc you can use a command in VoiceOver to copy the last spoken item to the clipboard where you can then go into another application such as notes for example and paste that information in using the rotor where the edit option pops up on the rotor be able to paste it into the application. So if I make sure I'm at the top of my screen it's going to do control up arrow. Messages. So press my right arrow key. Calendar. Friday the 3rd of January double tap to open. So I want to copy what VoiceOver just announced. So if I do shift VOC for copy. Calendar, Friday the 3rd of January, double tap to open, copied to pasteboard. Yeah, it's copied to the pasteboard or the clipboard. And as I said, I could then now go into an application such as notes and paste it into that application. Now I just want to show you an if you little command 
that you can use to either delete or move applications around, also using your keyboard. So I'm going to go to the second screen on my home screens. So I'm going to press Option right arrow. Extras folder, three apps. Double tap to open. Now there's an icon here which is a URL or hyperlink, which is the Audible one. Take me to the Audible website. Now I could use the find command, VOF, and then type in Audible and hit enter. Or if I jump to the bottom of the screen, because I know it's down to what's the bottom, so I'm going to do control down. Music. Double tap press to open. The left arrow to go back. Safari, mail, phone, page two of three. Audible. Double tap to open. Okay, there's Audible. Now before I actually talk about the move command, which is shift VOM, what I've noticed in the current version of iOS 7 with the Bluetooth keyboard with VoiceOver, if I invoke the move command with shift VOM, the item that I'm actually wanting to access has disappeared because it wants to be moved. So I actually can't locate it. Because if you can't locate it, you then can't also do the other function if you invoke a normal move command via gestures, which is to delete the actual item. So let me show what's supposed to happen if I should do it from my voiceover gestures on the iPhone. So I'm going to touch the bottom of my screen. Phone. Page to Audible. Okay, so I'm on the Audible app now. Now, if I do Shift VOM, it's going to think I want to move that and it's going to actually disappear off the screen as far as the keyboard's concerned. So I'm actually going to bring up the move command differently. I'm going to do a one finger double tap and hold on the screen. Moving audible. Audible is editing. Okay, it still says moving audible and is editing, but it's now still there. So if I move my left arrow. ITC mobile is editing. Audible is editing. Okay, I can actually find the audible application. So now if I want to get rid of it rather than delete, if I just do up and down to select. Alert. Delete icon. Are you sure you want to delete the bookmark audible? Delete icon. Okay, and I don't want to delete it, so I'm just press the run arrow for the moment. Now what it's also done, it's actually turned off quick nav, so I've got to turn quick nav back on again. Quick nav on. And press run arrow. Are you sure you want to delete the bookmark audible? Delete. Button. Cancel. Button. And I want to cancel the command, so up and down to select. Audible is editing. Okay. Versus, let me just come out of the editing mode by pressing home on my Audible. Phone. Now if I do shift VOM now, which is the normal move command using the keyboard. Moving Audible, social folder, is editing, 17 apps. Okay, now I go and try and find my Audible application. Use right arrow. Relaxation, radio music, reference folder, utilities folder, OCITC mobile, page to a. There's actually no Audible application on the screen because VoiceOver Bluetooth keyboard command shift VOM is assuming that I actually want to move the icon on the screen rather than delete it. We'll just look at moving an icon to another location, such as inside a folder. Okay, so I want to move that Audible icon, or the Audible URL, up to my Bookmarks folder. So I'm just going to press left arrow to get back to Bookmarks. Special folder, shopping folder, productivity folder, news folder, instruments folder, GPS and travel folder, games folder, Bookmarks folder, is editing, nine apps. Okay, and I want to drop Double it Double tap in. and hold to move. I can just do up and down to release it into that folder. 
Quick nav off. On bookmarks folder. Opening bookmarks folder. Bookmarks folder. Is editing. 10 apps. Now you've heard it's going to have got 10 apps in it. Previously had 9. So if I turn quick nav back on again. Quick nav on. Now I'm still in editing mode. So I'm just going to do VOH. I'll press the home button as such. Bookmarks folder. 10 apps. So if I press right arrow. Games folder. Left. Bookmarks folder. 10 apps. Double tap to open. It just says now double tap to open for the help rather than the moving function. Okay, let's go back to the home screen with VOH. Home. Messages. Double tap to open. Another nice little command I want to show you is how to actually label an item either on the screen or in an app, either on the home screen or in an app. So for example, if I want to relabel music to iPod, for example, I'm just going to jump down to the bottom right hand icon on my screen, control down arrow. Music. Double tap to open. Now I want to relabel that, so I'm going to do VO slash. Alert. Label element. Text field. Is editing. Music. Okay, so I'm just going to press quick nav off. Quick nav off. Press the delete key. C I S U capital M. And I'm going to type in iPod. P-O-D and press enter. Messages. Okay, Double tap to turn open. Quick nav back on again with left and right. Quick nav on. Bottom of screen with control down. iPod. Okay, Double and I've tap to open. my music app to iPod. Now, of course, in an app that had unlabeled controls such as a button, you could label that button as such as previous, next, stop, pause, and so on. So I'm just going to quickly put mine back to music. So VO slash. Alert. Label element. Text field. Is a quick nav off. Delete. D. I. Type in music. Enter. Messages. Double tap to open. Quick nav back on again. Quick nav on. Bottom of the screen. Music. Double tap to open. I've labeled it back to the normal item. Now I just want to show you two final reading commands for voiceover. So I'll go to the top of the screen with control up. Messages. Double tap to open. Which is VOB, which means read from beginning of the screen, so the top to the bottom. Or VOA, which means read from the cursor position of voiceover. So at the moment, I'm on the Messages app, top left-hand side of the screen. So if I do VOB now. Messages. Calendar. Friday, the 3rd of January. Photos. Camera. Weather. Clock. Maps. Videos. Notes. And I've just stopped it with a two-finger touch on the screen. Remember, the control key doesn't work in this version of iOS 7 with VoiceOver. So that was VOB. So now if I do VOA, it should continue on where I've stopped the speech. Notes. Reminders. Stocks. Game Center. Newsstand. iTunes Store. Okay, and of course if I did VOB again. Messages. Calendar. Friday, the 3rd of January. It's running from the top of the screen again. Now before I move on to talking about some specific iOS commands, such as bringing up Spotlight, Notification Center and Control Center, I just want to show you where you can add or remove things from your rotor so that when you're using your up and down or up and right, with quick nav turned on with the rotor, you can only have those items on that you wish to navigate or use. Now a fast way to get to your accessibility settings, which also includes VoiceOver, is to use Siri. However, you can do it the old-fashioned way, if you also wish, and that's by going from your home screen into Settings, and then General, 
accessibility and then accessing the voiceover panel from within accessibility settings. But if I do it from using Siri, I can't activate Siri from the Bluetooth keyboard. So I'm going to hold down the home button on my iPhone in this case to activate Siri. Accessibility settings. Let's take a look at the settings for accessibility. Larger type, off, button. Okay, now now from experience, I'm going to press my left arrow key, of course using QuickNav. Automatically speak, speak auto, speak selection, invert colors, zoom, voice over, on, There's button. There's voice over, select that with up and down, of course it's currently on. Settings, voice over, accessibility, back button. And I can press right again through the voice over screen. Voice over, heading, voice over, on, voice over speaks items on the screen. Tap once to select an item. Double tap to activate the selected item. Swipe three fingers to scroll. Voice over practice. Button. Speaking rate. Heading. Speaking rate. 25%. Adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. Now I'm going to show you how do you, I can adjust those speech options in a little minute too. Speak hints. On. Double tap to toggle setting. Okay, speak hints is currently on. So if I press select up and down. Speak hints. Off. Yeah, I've currently turned it off. Keep going front arrow. Use pitch change. On. Use sound effects. On. Use compact voice. Off. Grail. Button. Yeah. Rotor. Button. There's the rotor. Select up and down. Rotor. Voice over. Back button. Right arrow. Rotor. Heading. Selected. Handwriting. So I've currently got handwriting mode selected. It's not on by default. If it wasn't on, it would just say handwriting mode, and I could just press up and down to select it. Or if I do press it now, up and down. Handwriting. It's currently not selected, so it won't come up in my rotor. So I select it again with up and down. Selected. Handwriting. And press right arrow. Reorder handwriting button. Draggable. Order it. Selected. Characters. Characters selected. Reorder characters. Selected. Words. And words, etc. And quite a few things will pop up in your rotor depending on what application you're in. So if you're in a edit field, you'll get an edit option in your rotor for cut, copy and paste, etc. When you're on a web page, you'll get other options that you can use for navigating by links, form controls, etc. Or when you're in general navigation, you can have the header in the rotor as well, which is on by default, I believe, to navigate by headings on the screen as well. So it's going to do VRH to come out of the voiceover writer settings. Home. Messages. Now I did say I'd just show you quickly on how to adjust the speech rate and options quickly. So if I do VO command or control option command and left and right arrow, that's going to take me between different speech elements. And then with those three keys held down, I can then use up and down to adjust it. So I'm going to do VO right arrow now. Volume. There's volume. If I press down arrow. 90%. 85, 80%, 70, 70, 65, 55%. Okay, and press up. Again with those three keys held down. Control option command. 60%, 60, 70, 70, 80%, 85%, 90%. Okay, now VO command right arrow. Speech rate. Speech rate. So down. 20%, 15%, 10%, 5%, 0%. Okay, and up. 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%. Okay, right arrow. Punctuation. Punctuation again. No punctuation. Down, up. Some punctuation. 
All punctuation, no punctuation. Okay, as you can tell, it just cycled around to no punctuation. Right again. Typing echo. This is typing echo for the keyboard, so down. Characters. Characters. Nothing. Nothing. Characters and words. Characters and words. 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 Characters. Characters. Nothing. And back to nothing. So I'm going to leave them on nothing. Right error. Sounds. Sounds. So these are the click sounds you're hearing from voiceover. If I press down. Sounds. Off. Sounds off. Up arrow. Sounds. On. Sounds on again. Okay. And VR command right arrow again. Use phonetics. I can turn that on and off. And that's where you heard voiceover say the military alphabet, such as M for Mike. S for Sierra. Use pitch. Use pitch. Volume. And I'm back to volume again. And of course I could do VR command left arrow. Use pitch. To go back the other way again. So I'm just going to go VR command right arrow. Volume. And leave it on volume for the moment. So that's how you can quickly adjust your speech settings versus using the rotor. So to currently show you what I've got on my rotor completely, I'm just going to press up and right. Handwriting. Handwriting Lower mode, case. which I'll show you in a minute. Words. Words. Headings. Headings, navigate by headings. Speech rate. Speech rate, so I can just with the radar. Volume. Volume. Sounds. Sounds. Hints. Hints. Containers. Containers to, to move to different areas of the screen. Language. Language. And I've got a number of languages on here at the moment. So if I just press up arrow. US English. South African English. Irish English. British English. Default language Australian English. Okay, and I'm back to Australian. Now I'm just going to put myself in handwriting mode. So I'm going to do up and right. Handwriting, lowercase. Okay, so it said lowercase. If I look up the Cricut app, for example, I can draw a C on the screen. C, 11 apps, calculator. And what it's going to do, every time I draw a letter, it's going to match it to the start of those applications that start with those group of letters. So I've done C, now R for Cricut. R, one app, Cricut. And there's Cricut, so I can come back to my keyboard and press up and down. Opening Cricut. Cricket in progress. Home navigation menu button. Okay, and I've just run the Cricket application, and of course to come out of it, I can do VRH Control Option H. Home messages. Okay, so now I'm going to move on to some final iOS commands. So the first command I want to show you is how to bring up Spotlight. So I'm just going to move and make sure I'm on an icon on my screen. So press right arrow. Calendar. Friday, the 3rd of January. Okay, now, now I'm actually going to bring up Spotlight by doing Option, Up Arrow. Search field is editing, word mode, search iPhone. And of course I can just type in what I want to search for on the keyboard. So if I type in the word Pure. Top search result, music, Pure Imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory featuring Jewelry, Froggy Frog versus Axel F. Krause ringtone, Ford, 10 items found. Okay, so that's pure imagination from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And of course, I could use access that item by using Quick Nav and select it. I don't want to do that at the moment, so I'm just going to do VRH to come back to my home screen. Messages. And of course, the way to get to your app switcher, which is a way to get to running programs or to close them down if you also wish, is to press the home key twice. So, of course, to do that, I'm going to hold down VO or control and option and press H twice. App switcher, home. Okay, so I'm on the first item of the app switcher. If I press right arrow, phone, running. Phone's running. Mail, 18 and red messages, running. Mail is running. Now, if I wanted to close any of these down, and if I did have hints turned on, it would tell me to do a three finger flick up. Of course, with using the Bluetooth keyboard, is actually option 
Denaro. Closing mail. Nodes. Running. Okay, so I'm just going to use the rotor to turn hints back on. You can hear what the hints say. So I'm going to do up and right. Characters, words, headings, speech rate, volume, sounds, hints. Okay, I'll turn it on by just pressing down arrow. Hints enabled. Then I press left arrow. Phone, running. Swipe up with three fingers to close the app. Okay, so I've got three fingers to close the app. So if I want to close phone again, it's option, down arrow. Closing phone. Nodes, running. Okay, or if I wanted to access an item, I could also just press select, of course using quick nav, which is up and down together. Notes. Okay, and I'm in the notes app. If I jump to the top of the screen with control up arrow. Notes. Back button. Okay, I can press select to go back to the initial screen of notes. Accounts. Back button. And I'm back to the main screen of notes. So VOH for home. Home. Messages. Double tap to open. I'm going to turn hints back off with upper because I'm still on that rotor item. Hints disabled. And we'll move on to the next command. Okay, now the way to get to your status line at the top of the screen, which contains your battery status and everything else, is VOM for status menu. Four of five bars, signal strength, status bar item. Okay, and if I press right arrow. Telstra mobile network. Three of three Wi-Fi bars, Evel. 1054 M. Okay, so that was three or three bars with my eval or the evaluation network at Vision Australia. The time, of course. Orientation locked. It's my orientation locked item. Location tracking on. Location tracking's on. Alarm set. Alarm is set. Bluetooth connected. Bluetooth is connected, of course, to my Bluetooth keyboard. 34 battery power. 34% battery power, so I better finish this demo fairly quickly. And that's it on the screen for the moment. I can just press escape. Messages. And I'm back to the rest of the home screen. So let me go back in the status menu again with VOM. Four of five bars, signal strength, status bar item. And I want to bring up the notification center, which is option up arrow. Notifications. Today. Button. One of three. And of course the notification center is to notify you of particular events from various applications such as weather, mail, messages and so on. If I press the escape key messages. I'm back to my home screen. So VOM again to go to the status menu. Four of five bars, signal strength, status bar item. If I want to get to the control center to turn things on and off quickly such as Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, AirPlay and so on, it's option down arrow. Control center, airplane mode, off. Okay and there's the control center ready to go. And of course the same thing again, I press the escape key. Messages. I just want to show you using the keyboard in the phone application. So I'm going to jump to the bottom, control down arrow. Music. Left arrow, because I've got quick nav turned on across to phone. Safari, mail, phone. Okay, up and down to select. Phone, all, button, one of two. And I come down to the bottom of the screen, so control down. Voicemail, tab, five of five, left tab, arrow, left arrow. five of five, keypad, tab, select keypad. four of Okay, and now I should be able to just type a phone number. So if I just do 1194 and jump to the top of the screen with control up arrow. Phone number 1194. Okay, I'll just type in the phone number. And of course, if I want to call, I can just do find. Enter search text. Type in the word call. Call button. There's the call button and up and down to select it. 
and we should be dialing the time for Australia. Okay, and I can hang up that call by doing VO dash, which is quite handy. Okay, let me come out of the phone application with VOH. Home, phone. Now remember also on a Bluetooth keyboard that your function keys at the top also do things as well. So if I press F12 on my keyboard, it actually adjusts the voice. It actually adjusts the volume up. I press F11, that turns it down. If I press F10, that actually mutes the sound on the iPhone. F9, F8 and F7 are to do with playing music. So for example, F7 is previous track, F8 is stop, start, current track, and F9 is next track. So they're the, probably the main function keys that I tend to use most of the time. And of course, if I want to lock my screen, I can just grab my phone and press Power button at the top. Screen locked. Okay, I want to unlock it. Power button again. 11.4 a.m. Okay, I can use my writer on my keyboard. Unlock button. To get to the unlock button, up and down to select. So unlock passcode field, zero values. And I can type in the password code on my keyboard. Messages. Okay, and I've unlocked my phone. I'm back at the home screen. Okay, lock my phone again with the power button. Screen locked. So that concludes this demonstration of an overview of the VoiceOver Bluetooth keyboard commands for your iOS device. And as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you again for being with us today on Main Menu. We always appreciate having you here. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll see you back again here next week on Main Menu.